It's a Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, Season 4, Episode 8, A Semester of Learning. Good morning, good afternoon. Well, first, welcome to 2023. What? 2023? This might be one of your... One of the first episodes you check out in the year 2023. Uh, wow. I am Mike. And it's crazy. I know. 22 <laughs> flew by. Uh, I am Mike, principal extraordinaire from Lansing, Illinois. And this is Josh Buckley, an assistant principal from Mesa, Arizona. We are super stoked to have you on the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, where Mike and I talk about sprinkling passion, unity, and DIY throughout our schools and classrooms to make them the best place for students. Yeah, and it's okay if... You don't take your grandpa's old plaid suit coats and wear them to the ska shows because you wanted to <laughs> you wanted to look like a new school rude boy like I did in in uh, high yeah. school. But yeah, we 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 all be punks here. On um, classroom podcast. Funny aside with that one, I was in a band back <laughs> in the day, and we used to go to Goodwill and buy ugly yep. plaid suits, and we <laughs> would play shows in the ugly plaid suits, like just terribly obnoxious jackets. Just man, and they were huge because we were right. all like, they didn't even fit you. We were all like tiny, skinny punk kids back in the day, and so like these <laughs> giant plaid jackets. Uh, are, did you say that because of my hat? Because of my plaid hat today. My, it kind of it did it did plaid, spark a little uh, bill. Uh, <laughs> all right, so today's episode, Mike. It is a new year. In the past, we've done some different things. We've done one word uh, for the year. Um, we've talked about sort of we've reflected back on the semester. We've done all those sorts of all those sorts of things. Um, We took a little bit of a break over the holiday. Uh, We had like two weeks off. Um, It was a wonderful sort of like two weeks. I know you still like this. this Yeah. When when this drops, you still have like a week of uh, vacation left. I'm a little jealous. Yeah. Um, We don't, we don't go back. Let me get the exact date just to rub it in a little bit. Ninth or something like that. Something terrible. Yeah. Like our staff, we go back on the ninth and students come back the 10th. Wow. Yeah. It's like another 10 days of break, man. Um, But, you know, we went right up until the 22nd. Yeah. 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 Which, I like because I mean honestly most of our Christmas shopping is done online now anyway. Yeah. Or I hate to say this, you know, my wife takes care of a lot. You see me look over my shoulder when I said that. Uh, <laughs> but like I have always, even as a even when I was a young educator, I like working right up to break and then because now after we're recording this New Year's New Year's Eve right now, this is yeah. December thirty first. I feel like I will have a whole week of like nothing. There's no holiday hustle bustle. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. So I've had had both. I've had both ways where we've had school years that have butted right up against it. And then years where like right now I had the whole week off before Christmas and then I'll have then the whole week off after Christmas. Right. So Tuesday we go back and then kids come back on Wednesday. We have like a professional day on Tuesday, but that's all aside. Right. So this episode (laughs) 
we kind of wanted to talk about it's a little bit i mean oftentimes on on punk art classrooms we think reflection is a really key point of becoming a better educator um you think about that idea in in the punk scene of like even though it sounded like we didn't practice all that much like punk bands we still practice we played our songs over like how else did the ramones get those things down so so quick right like how did they do that so um really reflection is that key part for us. It's introspective. It's looking back. It's seeing what we can do. So instead of doing one word this year, we wanted to kind of talk about what's something we learned this year, right? This is kind of the first real, real year after COVID, right? If you really want to, if you really want to get down to it last year was not every, like, right. I mean, there was still some holdover stuff that we did a little differently. Um, I think your district was a little more, tight than my district was last year my district is like whatever man let's do we do whatever we want and that was yeah, the state, still, of, the yeah, state of arizona still, in general we still had a bunch of we had a bunch of safety stuff in place yeah. still and and you know yeah quarantining classrooms and stuff yeah uh so <clears throat> you know this is kind of the first year out and for me this is my first year as a uh full-fledged administrator right i did that quasi yeah. role as a title one specialist the year before but this is my first year so i a lot I feel like a lot of learning happened uh, this first semester. Man, did it fly by. I know. We're halfway through. It's crazy. I know. It's it's wild. Like, it's almost interview season again, which is just which... even crazier, right? Like, jobs start to drop for the new school year, uh, especially leadership roles in the next couple months, right? Right. February is usually when – February, March is when all those start showing right. up. Uh, and interviews happen and all that stuff. And so I, let's let's talk a little bit about what we learned this this first semester uh, of 2022. Mike, what's what's a lesson that stuck with you so far? So. All right. So, you know, I if if you've been listening to the podcast for yeah, years now and you were you stuck with it through when we were in the heart of the pandemic and working from home and quarantines and all that, like, you know, I never was very shy about how difficult it was for me, right. To, to be an educator. And then, you know, our, our district was going through contract negotiations uh, last year and it just, the culture, which if you know me, like school culture is like my whole thing. Right. I mean, I wrote a book on it. So our culture, and I'm not going to, you know, lie was, had taken a turn right these last couple of years like you could just tell it wasn't the place where people wanted to be like people wanted to come in just do their job and get out like there yeah. was tension and all that so this year um many people you know from district administrators uh school board um just families have told me like man when i come in here it feels like like Oakland of the old, like it yeah. feels like that culture's back. Like people are happy here. They want to be here. People are laughing and smiling and enjoying their work, you know? Um, so, and I think the, the number one lesson, man, that I've learned is to, as an administrator is the leader of the building. Like I just need to be present. Right. Like I, in, in there were times these last few years where I would be in the halls of my mobile desk or in the classrooms, but I wasn't present. I was there because I'm like, well, this is what I do. Like, yeah, I'm the principal that's never in his office, but like, I wasn't present. Like, so I've really learned, like, I need to shut the laptop, keep the phone in the pocket and just be there. And I, the number one thing that I think has really helped is 
you know, I, w- I was part of this through the Illinois Principal Association last year, this Mastering Leaders group. And um, at the end, we all did presentations, these little mini TED Talks. Yeah. And one of my one of my colleagues in the group, I never watched the show, but that show New Amsterdam, I guess. Like, yeah. So this main doctor or the guy who's running the hospital, like the number one thing, like, and you can find YouTube clips. His number one line is, how can I help, right? Yeah. And I've noticed, like, by me being present and not having technology in front of me, not being preoccupied with a, with a administrative task, asking people, how can I help? And, like, just listening to them and making eye contact, listening, taking notes. So, like, I we talked about this on a past episode, like, me actually writing things down so I yeah. don't just forget. And then following back up. Like, even if I don't have a solution or if I haven't come up with an answer, but like following back up and like saying, hey, like Josh, like I'm still trying to figure this problem out, you know, and a lot of times the staff member will be like, oh, no, it's good. We end up getting it. And it's like, all right, cool. But like just making sure like you're as a leader, like making sure that I'm there so they know like. I'm, I'm working side by side with you. I'm not working above you. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm working. We're walking through this in a line. So I think yeah, that's no. like the number one thing I've learned. That's it's going to help change the the culture you're building because it builds that trust. It builds that camaraderie. Um, and it just like it reminds people like, all right, like I got people on my side. I got people, you know, that's that had my back. Yeah. And this is a difference. I, I, you said it, right? Like being not just being present, but being present, right? Like not just being there physically, <clears throat> but like being there uh, in a helpful way. You know, right. what, how, what can I do to help? Right. That that sort of piece of it. Uh, I'm going to. So this is um, this year. I love my job. I love what I do. I'm glad I moved into the role of an administrator. Um, but I've struggled a lot this year with being in two places at once, right? Yeah, because you're so in two buildings. I, I'm in two buildings. I split my day in half, unless it's a Wednesday. Otherwise, in the middle of the day, I close up shop and I go to my other building. <clears throat> that lets me be. I, I like I miss stuff because I'm not there all day, but at least I'm there every day. I get to see right. kids from the building every day. I can check in on something every day. Um, I've had to learn this year and what I what I think I want to carry with me is one uh know your limits and two ask for help. Yeah. Like th- those huge. those are the two things for me this year because I went in I mean my goal is always what can I do to support you? What can I what yeah. can I do to help, right? Like that's that's me as a person in a in a leadership role my my role is to help you help kids so how do i how do i help you do that right and so that is often me going what do you need what can i help with what can i do okay i'm here i'm in the cafeteria what do you need me to do the cafeteria what do you want me to do this what can i do this but there are times when because i'm at two places i was like yeah i can do that and then i'm like oh crap i Right. I'm, I'm not going to be able to do that. Right. And so you, you, you bite off more than you can chew. You take on a little more than you can. And I will tell you, that's always been something that I've, that I've struggled with when I was um, president of the teachers union and teaching at the same time, like literally there's only been one year in the last, I don't know, 10 years where I've had one job. Right. So the, yeah. <laughs> the one year I was a title one specialist, I was on one campus. I didn't have another job. All I did was that. And it was great. Um, this year being on two campuses, 
it's tough because you, I want to be that present person and I'm trying really hard to be that present person who's there. But there are things where I go like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be able to sit with you next week to check on it because I'm not here in the afternoons. Yeah. Right. So I'm not here after school next week. So I can't do that. Right. Um, So I've had to really learn to sort of ask for help from, and, and we've talked about this before the idea that there are experts all over your building. Yeah. We've talked about it before, like as a data person, like as someone who's not a data person, finding those teachers who can look over the data and find that stuff for me. For me, it's really in my role right now, like, I have an instructional coach on campus. I have a title one, a title one specialist on campus. And on one of my campuses, I have a behaviorist who's there every other day. Right. So those are three people that I am continually going, okay, how can I help you get this done? What are the things I can do to help you get this done? But here's what we need to do as a team. Right. Yeah. Like, here's how we need to tackle this. A teacher has come to me with a student who's, uh, who's, who's, you know, disruptive in class, or they can't figure out the behavior part of it. They're looking for a system. I am not there all day to sort of do that. I can give some guidance. I can give some suggestions, but I'm not the expert in writing the behavior plan. I'm not that, that wasn't, that wasn't me. I could admit that. Do I know what a behavior plan looks like? Yes. Can I help you implement it? Yes. Am I going to be able to walk into your classroom and figure and pinpoint what it is with you and, and follow through on that thing all the time right now in my role? No, but I have a behavior specialist who that's what they do. Right. So I'm going to work with her and I'm going to work with you and we're good together. I'm going to check in on it. I'm going to see how it's going. I'm going to make sure we get this in place. And I want to see how it is. We have a psychologist on campus who does all of our IEP stuff. So if you yeah. have an IEP, if you have a student with an IEP who has a, a, a PBIP, like a behavior plan, she's the one that we're going to tap into. If I need some help with curriculum, my instructional coach is the one who's going to make sure that we get those things in place. And for me, it's really about knowing my limits. Last year, as a Title I specialist on one campus, it was like, yep, I can find that for you. Yep, right. let me do that today. I'll get that for you. You uh, had the bandwidth to do it. Right. And this year, you know? I just I just don't. And that's been really tough for me to kind of switch gears and run into the place of like, okay, I've got discipline I'm going to have to do. If I'm, I'm only here half the day today and I've got, so for some reason, something happened on the bus and I've got five bus write-ups I got to get through, right? Oh. Like, that's that's gonna be my that's gonna be my morning here. I'm here right. this morning. This is what I have to tackle today, right? I'm gonna get through these this morning, and then I'm gonna be able to go to the you know I'm gonna pop into some classrooms and do some stuff. So like that's been a really big thing for me, knowing what I'm able to accomplish and how I'm able to help instead of just blanket saying, "Yep, I got you," right? Because right. there are some things I don't got. <laughs> right. I shouldn't. T- I can tell you I'm gonna find the person, uh, but I can't. I can't be the expert all the time in everything, and I, I think that's really important important we talk about this idea in punk rock like it's a scene right what's your scene? Ever, everyone's involved everyone who's, has a role yeah. everyone's got a part right who's who's you know? the kid who's the kid who passed out flyers for shows who's the one who did the album art for you who's the person who like you know uh roadied the merch who's the guy who put up the money to rent the hall so you can right. put the show on right like all those people have a place and i have to remember like my role is um helping coordinate all those people in the scene and giving them the things they need, the tools they need to get it done. Right. But I can't be the person who, who does it all. And that's tough. That's been really tough for me. I, I love it, man. I think that's a great, that's a great lesson for, 
obviously, definitely, you know, first year administrators, but I think anyone like for me too. I mean, I, I face those same issues sometimes I'm on one campus, you know, but yeah. uh, that's a good one. Yeah. And I, I think you like, know, even, even as like when I was a classroom teacher, right. You have to know who you're, who's in your department that can help you out with stuff. Who's the expert. Right. So we, we, we transitioned over to using canvas before, okay. before the pandemic. So right. we used canvas way early, but I was a person who was like, eh, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to do that yet. Right. Yeah. And so I did, I did my, we had to do our final exams on canvas. So that's what I did finals exams. And then like supplementary materials went on canvas. Oh, right. Uh, I'm gone today. I'm out. The articles are on canvas and then we write it up and turn in the piece of paper to me. Right. Right. Like, don't turn it in on canvas. I'm not there yet, but we had experts who I was like, Hey, I don't know how to do this. How can I make this work? Right. And you had to find those people. You had to find those experts. And even the kids in your classroom are experts. Right. Don't just think it's a staff. I mean, right. Those kids in your classroom who are like, guys, I cannot figure out how to get this projector to work. There's a kid who knows how to hook the HDMI cable up (laughs) to your laptop better than you ever will. And that, and that might be that kid's day to shine. Right. You know, I mean, like that might be the one time that kid steps up and like saves the day and and then it's, you can, then he's your guy, like that kid's your that's person, your guy. man. That's you, your AV guy. Yeah. You always have that, that student who, who, you know, you can count on to sort of do those pieces for you or to help you with that. And they take ownership of it. And I think that like that just carries over into being an administrator. Um, when I was a title one specialist, I had to knew the people in the district that I could reach out to, wow. um, this year. I've had a really interesting year as a first year administrator, my superintendent, we had, we had a pretty, we had a serious incident in our neighborhood and we went on lockdown first thing in the morning. Um, like literally kids are on buses, kids are out on the playground, kids are in the cafeteria and we had a lockdown 713 in the morning. I hope we opened gates at 710. Um, my principal wasn't there that day. I was on my other campus and I was, I was, I had to stop there first. I was supposed to be yeah. there in the morning. So I had to like rush over. I got, we have this thing that sets up and my superintendent calls me and she goes like, Josh, we got to stop talking when it's, when it's an emergency or it's something that you need this. I'm like, yeah, but that's, but that's your job. Like that's her job. I think about like right. what her role is. Her role is like, okay, uh, crap hit the fan. I'm going to call you. Like I've called to call. I've had to call her several times, my area soup and go like, okay, how, what do I do with this? Yeah. How do I handle this piece of it? I think I'm doing it right. Can you just, can you just tell me, is this because if, if I'm doing it wrong, it's going to come to you. So if you could help me trying out. To say, trying to save you work. Right. Or I call you know? my H I call my HR folks. I'm like, Hey, this happened. What do you, what do I do? Like I, I know a lot of HR stuff, but we have new people running our HR department. How do they want me to handle it? Right. (laughs) Right. right. Like I had an incident come incident happen this year uh, with a staff member. And I was like, okay, I got to call, I got to call human resources and figure out exactly what are the steps for this. And and it's knowing your resources, man, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Any, what's another thing you learned this year, Mike? One thing that I learned, um, it was it was another big one. You know, I've always been the type of person who just kind of keeps everything inside, right? Mm-hmm. You, you upset me or frustrate me, like I'm just going to kind of keep it in and let it fester and boil. And, you know, it's, it's cliche, but we all know, like you do that, eventually you're just going to blow, right? So yeah. I've learned and I'm still not completely comfortable with it, but like you got to find people 
part of your crew that I don't want to say that you can go vent to, but oh no, it's like, venting, but it's the crew but you like, can vent to. <laughs> but like that you that you can vent to and almost either like you they'll help they'll help clarify like yeah, yeah you have every right to be upset about this or they can kind of add another perspective of like why yeah. maybe you know and so i you got to be careful who you pick though i mean you can't just walk into the first room that oh, see yeah. someone's on plan. <laughs> so like yeah. i mean like for me like i'm very fortunate this is my ninth year at the campus I'm at, like, and we, like our, our turnover rate is so low, you know? So most of the staff, like we've been together for nine years. Right. Yeah. And there's staff members. I mean, like there, there's a teacher in our building who I would consider like a, a very good friend, obviously at this point. And I'm able to go to them. Like I'm able to like send a, a text. be like, Oh my God, I'm going to blow today. And they're like, Hey, my plans at this time come by and I can go in there, you know, and share, you know, and, and I mean, there's trust. I know it's not going anywhere and almost like by letting it out or talking it through, like, you're like, okay, yeah, I can go back out. Like, I'm not going to, it's not going to ruin my whole day. And you don't, you've got to have that. You can't just keep it all. And I don't care what, what your role is in education because like there's, I don't, I mean, in just in life in general, right? Like things are going to frustrate and piss us yeah. off. And yeah. we need to have those people to go to. I mean, my wife is one of them. Like, I yeah. love coming home and being able to say, like, oh my God, you won't believe the day I had. You won't believe the phone call I got. And her being outside of education, sometimes her perspective. Right. Yeah. It's like so eye opening. It's like, oh my God. Like, I always say, like, she is the, uh, like silent partner of <laughs> the Oakland administrative team, because there's so many times like I've talked with her and yeah. then she gives me these ideas. And then I go back and like, I do her, what she recommended, not right. what I thought was the right way. Yeah. So yeah. I just think like we, we need, you need to find your crew that you can go and invent to. Cause if you keep it in, of, I mean, it's going to impact the kids negatively. Right. Cause when, when you're in that state, man, when you are, frustrated and you're in the red zone or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're not thinking straight and you're, you're not going to do your job effectively. Uh-huh. And it, we're here for the kids, right? And whatever your role is, teacher, parapro, administrator, yeah. custodian, it's going to affect the kids one way or another. And we can't let that happen. So, yeah. I, and you're right. It's, it's finding that person that not only that you can, that you can kind of vent to or explain what's going on to, but a person who, whose advice and who's like counsel and who's like, experience whatever it is can help kind of help you navigate it right that different right. perspective is is super important in all of this and and i think like you think about all those parts of like a band right like you bring your riff to the to the basement Right. And, and, you know, the bass player goes like, ah, dude, why don't we try this? Or the drummer does their part to it. And you're like, oh, I didn't even think of, I didn't even see it that way. I didn't see this, this thing I was wrestling with or this thing I was doing in that way. And so having that person is really important. Like I'm, I'm really lucky. Um, I, although this is my my second year on my second official year on on my campus, um, it's really I did my internship there, so a year long of interning. So really, right. I feel like it's it's three years there. Um, and my principal and I 
are really closed and she's that person that I can walk in and I can just go like, I'm done today. I said, I'm I'm like, I'm mad. I don't, and she'll go like, I can see that. Let's, let's talk. Right. And talk through it and just kind of be able to work through that. Cause I think the other thing is, um, I, I'm used to like, look, I was the union guy for a long time. So I'm used to dirty looks. I'm used to people not being happy with with the decision I make or upsetting people. Right. Like, especially like I was president of the union during a pandemic, during a, uh, during a bond and an override in my district. I was, I was president for, uh, four superintendents, right? We had like some, like, uh, interim superintendent. We had a superintendent, then they retired before the end of the year, they got called to a mission. So they like, they were retiring. They were going to retire at the end of the year, but they retired. We had another superintendent, that superintendent left. We got an interim superintendent and then our superintendent we have right now. So like I went through four superintendents very quickly as that president And, and just knowing I'm used to people going like, well, I wouldn't have done it that way. Right. I don't like the way you did that. So that doesn't, that doesn't always bother me very much, but I can tell, um, I work, I work with people who are brand new to, to the, to a kind of administrative role, right? Yeah. I'm, I've been in a role where I've had to lead organizations and I've had to do those things. Um, but I have a new title specialist who, um, she and I talk a lot and, and she, I can see, she brings me some stuff. She's like, I just don't understand. Why doesn't this person like me? <laughs> like, and I was like, you're well, not going to get everyone to like you. It's not that they don't like you. You just have to understand that you're not, you're not just a teammate anymore. And you guys can go to your separate corners of your classroom. Right. And, and do your separate classrooms and just come together and and high five each other during PLC, right? Like you're now the person who tells people when they have to test. And you're now the person who tells people like what the, what the testing calendar is and how right. they're going to have to order their curriculum material. Like someone isn't going to like that. Like right. it's not that they don't like you and it's not even that they don't like the calendar they're just mad that they have to test they're just mad that we have new curriculum and so you have to like i for the conversations i've had with her and a thing that i've learned over you know again in my other role before being an administrator was like look you have you're going to put things in place and not everybody's going to be happy and it's, it's not that they hate you or they hate the decision you make. Sometimes they hate the context. Right. Sometimes they're unhappy. Like we had, we've got brand new ELA and math curriculum this year. It's oh. not that they don't like that you're telling them how to order the new curriculum books. They're just upset that they have to learn two because new because they have to learn curriculums. New year. curriculum, yeah. Exactly. And so it's not you. It's the circumstances, and it's but it is hard to separate yourself from that. Sometimes it is hard. We've talked about it before. Not to take things personal. We had an episode where we talked about right. you know, like you just have to. You can't take everything personal. It's hard, and I've been and I've learned yeah. it too. And I think that's why having this person to go to, man, yeah. it's like because they'll. There's plenty of times where like. Oh, it's not you, Mike. This is why everyone's upset. I'm like, oh, well, that would make sense because, yeah, yeah. if I was thrown another program to learn <laughs> and told, told we need to implement so many minutes a week, like, okay, right. yeah, I guess I would be. And I'm just the messenger at that point. But that's why I take it personal because, you know, whatever. You, But you can't. You, yeah. you got you to gotta know we're all here for 
the right reason. Right. And I, you know, it's, it's really about giving people the benefit of the doubt. And, and, you know, sometimes you have to assume positive intent, right. Or assume right. the best intentions of people. And sometimes, you know, that person and you can figure out real quick if they have the best intentions or not. But I mean, there are so many moving parts in education and it's real easy to think that people are upset at you but that's why we have to have these conversations. That's why exactly. we have to drill down and find out what's going on. That's why we have to reflect on what we did and the decisions we made so we can go, ooh, did I make the wrong decision? Did I do this right? Did I did I work with enough people to see if this would be the right thing to do? Did I ask you know, my mentor person? Did I talk to this person? Or did I just go like, nope, we're doing this. This is what we're right. doing, right? Um, and so I think I think that's tough. But you know, um, it's been a really interesting year for me as I as I move through this and as like, you know, um, and you're gonna keep learning, man. I know, I know. And we, that's, got that's, half, we got a whole half. We got a whole half the year. But it's, that's the best part, I think, about about any job, right? Is is you're always learning. If you're, you're always learning, it. you're not perfect. I know that. Right. Uh, and so I'm always open to being like, okay, how do I do this better? How do I do that better? And I think that that's made, although two buildings has been really tough this year, like I've been open to try to gain everything. I have a joke with one of my front office secretaries when something happens. I'm like, put it on the resume, bullet point 37, right? And she and I joke about it or something will happen. And she's like, guess what happened today? Blah, blah, blah. She's like, I'm putting it on my resume, right? Like we have this, this joke, this running joke about things that happen that we're like, I can't believe that happened today. Put it on the resume, <laughs> Right. Because for me, like, you know, it is it is season where, you know, um, do I look for the next thing? Right. Am I do I want to move into being a, you know, full on building level principal? Do I want to stay in the AP role? What does it look like for me? Do I think that another year in AP will give me a larger set of skills or do I think I'm ready to to make the jump and and do this thing and, and, and have a building? And so. Um, yeah, it's all about learning. I think if, if there's one final thing that I've learned this year, Mike, it's that you always are learning. Always. <laughs> You're always learning. There's always something you can learn from a kid, from a staff member, uh, from my, you know, a from parent. My, a parent, my facility assistant. Like, look, I didn't know how to run the floor Zamboni thing, the push Zamboni this year. But guess what? Now I got. Can. I now I can't. I don't know how to start it, but I don't know how to. I don't know what chemicals go in it. But if she, you know, but if they need me to, I'm there to to like push that thing along and and clean the cafeteria. Like, it's awesome. I think that's the other part, dude. Every job is your job. Oh yeah. Every <laughs> no no jobs below me or above no. me. Like, every well, job like, is my job. Uh, someone's like, and I love it though. I love yeah. it. Someone's like, Are you I doing think it's that? important I'm for like, the kids to see it. Yeah, no, I'm doing that. <laughs> like, and it's important for the kids yeah. and staff to see see you yeah. doing those things, man. I like. I went. Some kids were compl- like, a, one of the toilets flooded in the bathroom, and I was in the hallway. And kids were like, Mister Buckley, the toilet flooded. So I went in there. There's like someone put a bag of takis in one of them. And so I went to go find my my FA. And I was like, Hey, man, do you have some rubber gloves? And he's like. Yeah, what do you need him for? I said, Oh, there's a toilet. It's got like a bag of Takis in it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it out. And he goes, he goes, Oh, I got it, man. Don't worry. I'm like, no, it's fine. Here, just he's like, no, I I'm I said that it's a little flooded. He's like, I gotta go in there anyways. He's like, Are you sure? I'm like, no, dude, I'll take care of it. He's like, No, I'm coming. Right. <laughs> but like just the fact, I, just the fact that I went to him and I was like, dude, you have rubber gloves. This is what I need to do. And he was like, he's like, Oh man, you don't have to do that. I do the same thing, man. We, yeah, same thing. Like, oh, yeah. it's lunchtime. I know my custodians are busy cleaning the lunchroom for the next group coming in. Yeah. I'm like, the same thing. Dude, there was a bag. We had a bag of Takis in our toilet. Yeah. And the kids were like, there's Takis in the toilet, Mr. Earnshaw. 
All right. I couldn't find any gloves. So I just grabbed some plastic bags. <laughs> just pull it out. And I love but, it. You know, I'm going to do, I'm not going to bother them with it. Like, right. So yeah, every I, job. like every job. And I, uh, you know, I, I think that's awesome. All right. So Mike, it is the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast. It would not be Punk Rock Classrooms podcast if we didn't talk about what we're listening to. And here's the thing, Mike, we just did. Uh, we are dropping a bonus episode about everything we've been listening to. Yeah. So here's what I want to, here's what I want to open it up to today. Have you been listening to a podcast? Have you been reading a book that you want to share? doesn't have to be music today. What I mean, because we have a whole Ooh. episode about music coming out. Is there something else you want to share? Well, I've been, I've been reading. I've been trying to finish. I started a little while ago. Um, and that's one of my goals for, for 23 is to get back into consistently reading, but I've been trying to finish rich rolls, um, book about, uh, himself and you know kind of his journey from being like this almost like olympic olympic level swimmer to an alcoholic and then getting sober and turning vegan and becoming one of the fittest men at like after he turned 40 um so i'm i'm almost done with that but uh i do i'm not gonna lie i was looking forward to the music question because i had oh okay i did have an interesting answer i with with yesterday i went to this old like 90s mindset dude and i was listening to grave dancers union by soul asylum i saw that you shared that out on was that instagram i think you shared it and and i was listening to uh some afghan wigs like just like that that old like grungy like 90s alternative i don't i was like man those (laughs) dude that soul asylum (laughs) album i remember when i was in grade school when I was in grade school, that Soul Asylum, Soul Asylum album was like, was my, that would have been my top album of that year. Like That's hilarious. And not even for Black Gold and Runaway Train, like the, every other track on there is just like amazing. So, <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's, that's an interesting one. I, for me, like I, everything I, I, we do, we'll do a pick of the week this week. I were, uh, we, we're dropping our bonus episode about all the stuff we listen to or it'll come out next week. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we'll figure it out. out. But uh, for me, it ends up being like, um, I'm reading a book, so I'm trying to do this thing, right? Like, so I'm trying to do a little more reading. My goal is to have a fiction, a nonfiction. And then, you know, I love comic books. So on my bedside table right now, there's a comic book, a fiction book and a nonfiction book, nonfiction book. I'm trying to do, I'm trying to jump back and forth, uh, an education book, a non-education book. And so in my, in my nonfiction, I'm reading a book right now called Arrow. I'm in a program uh, called the Principals Leadership Academy of Arizona. Um, we meet once a month. It's principals or aspiring principals from a, our new assistant principals from across the state. Uh, we meet once a month and it was, hey, here's a list of books. What book do you want? So I'm reading a book called Arrows uh, and it's it's really good. It's about a school district and it's district perspective about how a new superintendent in, came in and focused all of their arrows, everything they're trying in one day. Yeah. So instead of like, here's this program that does this and this program that goes this way and this program, he goes, nope, this is what we're doing. And he came in and said, if it doesn't do this, we're not doing it. And I, I'm reading it in the mindset of like, well, what does that mean for a, a building level principal? You're going to get directives from your district that say yeah. things you have to do. How do you as a principal make sure that what you're doing and what you're adding, or maybe you don't add, uh, 
aligns to that mission and vision. Right. So they create their mission and vision and everything they do aligns to that thing. And if it doesn't, then they don't do it. I, I think a really good example is one of my campuses is, is an avid campus. So yeah. we're, we're an avid campus, everything we do, if it doesn't align, we don't do it. And for me, that's one of the, that's our, that's our arrow that we follow. And so this book has been really interesting. I've really enjoyed it um, about halfway through it. Um, so that, that's what I've been, that's what I've been reading. Nice. Um, interesting. Yeah, man. Yeah. So Punk Rock Classrooms podcast. You can find it on the internet, punkrockclassrooms.com. You can follow us on the socials. Mike and I uh, and the show have the same Instagram and Twitter handles. Uh, the show is at Punk Classrooms. Mike is at Mike R. Earnshaw, and I'm at Josh R. Buckley. Follow us. Send us a message. Check in with us. What's one thing you learned this year? Share with us. You can also yeah, we want to know. Uh, you can email us, punkrockclassrooms at gmail.com. Uh, send us a message. Tell us what you learned this year, and uh, we'd like to share it on the show. So if you've got something for it, we want to share it on the next episode tell us something you learned uh we would love to do that and uh mike anything else you think that's it just where we're gonna see him at yeah where we're gonna see you at the show show this podcast is a proud member of the teach better podcast network better today better tomorrow and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We'll see you on the next episode.